0: Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. Um, it is uh, 11 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, if you're on late or can't sleep, uh, feel free to join me on the live stream. Actually, if you give me a second here, I'm going to post on my Twitter page that I am live. Uh, so uh, feel free to check out the show. The show right now is going to be streaming on the YouTube channel, which is Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. It's also streaming on Twitch bend your ear pod and then also streaming uh, on my personal facebook page Uh, but like i said the best place probably to look at the show now if you're going to come on is going to be on youtube so again thank you for joining me if you do end up joining the show so what's going to be happening tonight uh, this is episode 76 i want to thank everyone that joined episode 75 last week uh, with my interview with uh, filmmaker tucky williams that's one of my highest viewed on YouTube. So thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Uh, again, uh, if you're a first time listener to the show, thanks for joining. Or if you're going to listen to this on the audio podcast, uh, thank you for checking it out. If you're a return listener, uh, thank you for uh, returning and continuing to be a listener. I really appreciate that. Uh, if you have listened to the show over the last couple of months, I've made uh, no secret of the fact that I want to grow the show and uh, get more people to listen uh, to the audio feed. And then also, of course, watch here live Um, So if you want to come on and join again, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That is uh, Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast on Facebook. uh, The Facebook page is Let Me Bend Your Ear. The uh, audio feed, of course, if you listen to it there, that's great. That's what the show uh, originated as. You can get it on Spotify or wherever you get podcasts. If you want to email the show, the email to the show is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. You can also download the audio podcast anytime you'd like on the website, which is let or excuse me, which is is the website. So you can um, download episodes there anytime you'd like. So again, if you're joining now live, thank you. Uh, this is going to be episode seventy six. I'm going to be discussing. Didn't have a movie pick for this week until actually today on Twitter. Everybody was posting that this is the fortieth anniversary of Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I'm actually going to talk about that in this episode. So I'm going to talk about that here for episode 76 and then I'm going to take a quick break and then I'm going to record episode 77. So I'm going to do back-to-back episodes. The reason is I'm going to be out of town next weekend and I don't want to interrupt the uh, weekly uh, dropping of episodes so I'm going to record these two back-to-back. So if you're looking for a late night with me, please do so. Uh, Each episode will be about 35-40 minutes depending on how Uh, In depth, I get into talking about each movie, but we're going to be talking Raiders of the Lost Ark in a couple of minutes. So just bear with me one second here. I'm about to post on uh, Twitter that I am on now uh, on the YouTube channel. So again, uh, if you're watching live here, I appreciate it. The other thing I want to do is if you are watching live tonight as I record and you're looking at the stream right now, uh, please feel free to uh, chat. If you're watching on YouTube or on Twitch, I'll see any messages here. I really, if you want to get on and discuss Raiders of the Lost Ark when I get into the review and the discussion of the movie, or if you have a question and you just want to ask me, you can do that. But I would love to have you come on if you want to come on. Uh, I'm definitely trying to uh, get people to come on the show and interact with me. Again, like my interview with Tucky last week, I think people, I do this this podcast, I fly solo pretty much every week when I do my movie reviews. But uh, I know that for a listener of a podcast... I know a lot of people have a preference of, of having um, more than one person interacting on it, discussing a, a topic, uh, answering a question, and I get that. I get how that's more attractive to some people. Now, most of the episodes are going to be just me, but again, now that I have the ability to stream live now and have people come on live, and it's very easy to do, um, please do that. So it's essentially that simple. If, uh, if you want to come on, what I'm going to do is, um, I won't put the link up now, but if you are watching me right now and you have a question you want to talk about a movie, you want to talk about something different, even if it's not about Raiders of the Lost Ark, I'm going to keep it open for that. Just hit me up on here on the chat. Um, Type in, you know, hi, I want to get on, or hi, I have a question. And then what I'll do is if I see somebody wants to come on during either this episode or the next episode I record, uh, which will be right after this one. Like I said, I'm going to record this Raiders episode. uh, And then I'm going to take a quick break and then I'll come back and then I'll do a second episode. Uh, So obviously... The episode that I'm going to tape right now is going to um, be up probably tomorrow, and then the second episode will be up on the audio feed next week. So obviously, if you're watching it now, you'll get to see both episodes now uh, or uh, on YouTube uh, before they come up on the audio. So this week's, today, when I'm recording right now will be up soon, and then the second episode will be up next weekend. But again, thank you for joining me, and uh, let me see, I'm posting on Twitter right now, multitasking as I podcast. So again, um. If you can, if you have already done so, please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, Again, that's Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. And you can, like I said, listen to the audio feed uh, later uh, whenever you'd like at your convenience. And the show is available on Spotify or wherever you get podcasts. All right. So let's get into Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I was going to save this movie because I have a top five movies um, that I have in my head. And when I mean my top five movies... It may not necessarily be the five best movies that I think have ever been made. My top five movies, the, my criteria for judging that, everybody has a different criteria. My criteria for judging my top five movies are movies that have made a, uh, a significant impact in my life as far as my love of movies. And um, in no particular order, I've, I've said this list before uh, from time to time on the podcast. And it's uh, here's the, the movies that I have. I have Goodfellas by Martin Scorsese. Raiders of the Lost Ark by Steven Spielberg. Schindler's List, also by Steven Spielberg. Citizen Kane, directed by Orson Welles. That's four of the five, so we'll go for that. Oh, and then the fifth one is Superman the Movie, uh, directed by Richard Donner. Again, different genres. I've got two by the same director, but uh, they're so impactful. Uh, Raiders. And of course, Schindler's List. I was gonna review these movies kind of like in milestone episodes, like you know, maybe every when I hit episode 100, I was gonna review one of them, and do it subsequently that way. Uh, I've just passed the third anniversary of the podcast, which was my episode last week with Tucky. So I'm very proud of that fact. The actual anniversary is going to be coming up here on the 12th of June, the um, the anniversary proper. So I'm very proud of that, and I'm happy uh, that I'm still doing this podcast. I enjoy it very much, and. And now that I've focused on movies, it's even it's even better, I think now. But what made me change my mind about waiting uh, to uh, review one of my top five movies was, like I said, I saw on Twitter posted uh, all day today that this is the 40th anniversary of the release of Raiders of the Lost Ark. So this movie is extremely important in my movie fandom and my movie journey. Uh, you know, first and foremost, it's a phenomenal movie, and I'll get into the review when I talk about the movie in a moment. But this movie came out in 1981. So I was 11 years old at the time this movie came out, so I'm giving away my age a little bit. And I saw the film in the movies and I remember seeing the poster for the movie when it was going to come out and then seeing the trailer. And when I was doing some research real quick tonight before I jumped on and I did not know this actually was I guess the movie when it was announced it was coming out even though the you know you had George Lucas, you know, of Star Wars and then you had Steven Spielberg uh, of course of of Jaws fame and close encounters at the time. And uh he made the uh the film 1941. I think that came out in 79. I'm not positive, but that one wasn't very well received. It was a comedy with a huge cast. I still haven't seen 1941. I'll probably check it out and review it on a future podcast because I know that's a movie that was critically panned when it came out, but as time has gone by, people have become bigger fans of the movie. So I'll check it out maybe an interview it on or review it on another episode. So at that time, but still, he was still a, a hot director. And, and it's crazy because Raiders came out in 81, and then he followed that up a year later with E.T., which is considered probably his best movie by a lot of people. I know it's one of his personal favorites, Spielberg's favorites, and it's one of my favorites Spielberg movies. It's It holds up. I watched it about four or five months ago again, and uh, the movie holds up. It's a phenomenal film among many of his great movies. But again, Raiders comes out in 1981, uh, starring Harrison Ford. Uh, there's some great stories around the creation of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, some things that I knew, some things that I did, and so, like I said, I did some quick research tonight before I jumped on this live for the uh, for this episode. So, Stephen, uh, excuse me, George Lucas had this idea kicking around uh, for Indiana Jones since the early '70s. So, obviously, he was preoccupied. In the '70s, he made his first film, American Graffiti, and then, of course, followed that up with the massive success of Star Wars. So I kind of put that idea in the back burner. He presented the idea uh, to Spielberg. So his idea, George Lucas's story concept, was an archaeologist um, who tr- globe trots around the world looking for things, and he was basing it on the old serials. So if you watch the, you know, old films or serials or cliffhangers, so. A lot of the serials are basically quick stories uh, with an adventure hero, and then it would always cliffhang, and there was a lot of action, and it would always tease the next episode so people would go to the movies every week and watch serials and see uh, you know, subsequent parts of a story being told. So he wanted to do that in the modern age and, and make a film that was basically a series of cliffhangers, which is the simple way to explain the plot. So he, he brought this idea to Spielberg. Spielberg loved the idea and signed on to direct the movie. And um, George Lucas came up with the concept. Spielberg was going to direct, but they didn't really have a script. So they enlisted Lawrence Kasdan, uh, the great screenwriter and director. You may know his name. He directed and wrote Silverado, which is in a classic 80s movie. Uh, the Big Chill, another movie from the 80s. He wrote one of the wider films. Um, and he actually wrote the, uh, the Empire Strikes Back, the screenplay for The Empire Strikes Back. Great screenwriter. So basically they enlisted Lawrence Kasdan to... Put a story in between the set pieces so basically between spielberg and lucas what they had was a bunch of set pieces so a bunch of action sequences if you've seen raiders of the lost ark you know the, a lot of the famous action set pieces the opening of the film with the boulder coming down him on the truck i mean there's there's dozens literally dozens because it's a non-stop uh, action adventure film so kazan writes the script and the most famous story and i think this is a well-known story for most people if not i think you'll find it interesting so the casting of Raiders of the Lost Ark, so of course now when you watch the film, kind of like with a lot of classic movies, it's hard to imagine anyone other than Harrison Ford playing Indiana Jones. But in fact, he wasn't even the first choice, which is funny, even though Lucas had worked with him uh, as Han Solo in Star Wars, and we'll get to that in a moment, he wasn't the first choice for Indiana Jones. So a lot of actors were tried out. But the the most famous story and, and the story that um, is the most interesting is... Tom Selleck, of course, you know from Magnum PI, and now he's on Blue Bloods, he has been an actor for, you know, 40 years, 45 years, and he's done, you know, he's had a great career. He was actually cast as Indiana Jones. So the story is well, not the story. This is what actually happened. And um, this also happened, side note to Pierce Brosnan. If I do a James Bond episode, I'll get to that where he had the role, but had to give it up and then ended up take, getting the role back later. But in, in In Tom Selleck's case, so of course, uh, it was going to start shooting Raiders in 1980. So Tom Selleck is cast, and before he was cast as Indiana Jones, he had shot a pilot for a television series called Magnum P.I. So if you know 80s television, you know that's a pretty iconic show, and he was an iconic character on the lead on that show playing Thomas Magnum so the pilot had been shot so the way it normally works in the in the movie business and most actors do this is they shoot if they're not on a series already they, they shoot maybe two or three pilots a year this is called pilot season so basically all these pilots get shot so the networks can take a look at it and see if it's a show that they're interested in and of course the majority of pilots don't move to series so but of course you sign a contract uh before you even do the pilot i think if i know it right now is basically you sign a contract even though the pilot hasn't been picked up, if you shoot the pilot, if the pilot is picked up by the network, you're already contractually bound to do the show. And it's usually, I think, five, six years. I don't know what it was back in 1980, but he he would have been once, if they pick it up for series, that's what you have to do. So, of course, he shoots the pilot. He auditions for Indiana Jones because he's an actor and you, you audition for any great roles. And, of course, to work with Steven Spielberg and George Lucas is a great opportunity. He gets the role of Indiana Jones. So, of course... After he gets the role, Magnum PI is picked up by CBS. So he was looking for a way to do Magnum and Indiana Jones. And actually, this also happened to Michael J. Fox. So when I ever review Back to the Future, we'll talk about that story and family ties. A lot of people know that story too, but we'll get into that in another another episode. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll do it in my second episode. Actually, you know what? That is what I'm going to do. Here's what live is going to do. I am going to review Back to the Future in episode 77. So that's what I'm going to do. So then we'll talk about the Michael J. Fox story. So back to Magnum and Tom Selleck and Indiana Jones. So CBS said, look, no, you can't shoot a movie. You can't. You're committed to the show. We don't care about the movie, blah, blah, blah. So Tom Selleck is out. Now, before I move forward with the rest of the story, which we already know, but In my personal opinion, first of all, I'm a big fan of Tom Selleck as an actor, and Tom Selleck actually tried to really get into movies as Magnum took off, and he did uh, a few 80s movies. Um, He did a movie called Runaway, which was an action film, actually directed by Michael Crichton, the author. Gene Simmons was the bad guy, and it was actually a futuristic, not that bad of a movie. Uh, He never really got a big hit movie in the 80s. He did a movie that he's very proud of that's actually really good called Mr. Baseball, where he plays an American baseball player that goes to Japan and has to kind of you know, figure out the cultural differences and things like that. So that's a really good movie. He did actually some good movies and he's good in them and he's a good actor. Uh, and he was actually in a great movie called in and out with Kevin Kline, where he plays a reporter uh, in that film and he's good in it. Um, and of course, people know him in the 90s uh, when he shows up as friend on Friends uh, as Monica's uh, boyfriend, older boyfriend. But a very good actor. And of course, he's been on Blue Bloods for the last uh, 10 or 12 years. But I do think, and I know people can't imagine anyone other than Harrison Ford playing Indiana Jones. But I can totally see Tom Selleck playing that character, and I can totally see why he was cast. I think if there's one other person on the planet, not that the other actors couldn't have done it, but I think that would have pulled it off almost to the equal of Harrison Ford, it would have been Tom Selleck. Because if you see a screen test, which is still available on YouTube, you can see the same elements of the character that I think Lucas and Spielberg wanted to see on screen. In Tom Selleck's performance, which is why I think he was cast. And I think he would have been a really good Indiana Jones. I actually really do. Uh, So that being said, he goes by the wayside because he has to shoot Magnum P.I. So then Lucas goes to Harrison Ford, who obviously he worked with in Star Wars as Han Solo, to come on board to become Indiana Jones. So obviously uh, uh, all these things happen. Harrison Ford's already a big star on Star Wars. And, uh, you know, this just solidified his superstardom once he stars in this movie. And of course the year after uh, Raiders, he stars in the classic sci-fi movie, Blade Runner, the Ridley Scott film. So that's kind of the backstory of that. And um, so let's get into the movie. So Raiders of the Lost Ark is set. um, The story basically opens uh, with a great set piece. Dr. Jones is trying to get an artifact and he's got to go through all these booby traps. And then you see the famous... um, iconic scene with a large boulder as he's running out and uh, he's running out with one of the one of the people there that are trying to get the uh, the artifact and of course there's that famous scene where the guy uh, is on one side of a uh, of a deep hole and then he's on the other side he goes throw me the idol and I'll throw you the rope and then of course he lies that actor if you recognize him is um, the great actor Alfred Molina in an early role uh, of course uh, he's best known for well, two things for me one the great scene he was in Boogie Nights and then two his uh, role as Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2 in the Sam Raimi movie. So he's in there, and then um, that's how the movie opens. So you get introduced to what Indiana Jones is. And then the main story kicks in is basically it is found out that they may know the location of the Ark of the Covenant. So obviously if you uh, have read the Bible or know the biblical story, the uh, the Ten Commandments were transported in the Ark of the covenant and um, obviously that's a sacred religious artifact and it comes to the attention of the United States that the Nazis may have the location of the ark and Hitler wants to get his hands on it because obviously he's looking for power and the contents of the ark uh, contains and you know what they think it would be the power of God and, and, and obviously all that it implies so dr. Jones gets enlisted to go and try to find the ark first, so that's the main story. So he, you know, he's a professor. He gets on a plane. He goes to parts all around the world to try to find the ark. And along his way, he meets, um, he falls, he he finds his former flame, played by Karen Allen, who's fantastic in the movie Marion. And then he's got his uh, his trusty sidekick Sala by uh, the actor John Reese Davis. And then you've got Doctor Jones, boss at the school or at the museum, Dane holm Emily, uh, another great actor as well. So I know most people that are listening to this podcast or will listen to the audio feed have seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I'm going to get into a lot of the things that I love about this movie. So let's start with the performances. Uh, That's an easy place to start. Again, Harrison Ford is perfect as Indiana Jones. It's his persona. is great. Uh, I think the character is written. And one of the things that sets Raiders above all other action adventure films is... Indiana Jones is a character that bleeds, that is in pain, that has fears. He fears snakes. He's not a superhuman character. And uh, I think that's a very wise choice in a movie like this. Um, it doesn't, you know, you, it's kind of a running joke in the movie. You know, the more things that happen to him, the more he gets beat up. There's literally a scene. And you know the scene when he's on the boat with, uh, with Marion. He takes off his shirt and he's basically just a giant, bruise all these bruises he's banged up you know he's beat up and uh they never shy away from that and there's and the movie is incredibly funny there's a lot of funny things in the movie um that lighten it up and it's just well done that way Karen Allen is marrying is fantastic she's a great actress anyway I think her career I don't I haven't seen her in a lot of films but she's great in in Raiders she's great in Starman actually the film with Jeff Bridges that John Carpenter directed. Uh, very good actress she's perfectly cast in this role here um the the bad guys are great you know the nazis are you know they're nazis but the the bad guys are great here i know there's been some criticism about taking a lighthearted approach of the nazis but i think you have to kind of look at the context of the movie and, and what um and to me when i watched it as an 11 year old the nazis didn't seem like they were taken you know lightly in that movie their intentions were evil they wanted to find that arc and do bad things with it so i don't think that was ever in question I don't think the movie makes light of that at all or, or, or you know, China makes fun of it. I think it doesn't do with any of that at all. So I disagree with kind of that criticism of that. Um, and I think that's more of a Johnny-come-lately criticism of that movie. But again, um, the action sequences are second to none. And you're seeing in this movie came out in 1981. The, the set pieces, the action pieces. So obviously this is before CGI. You've got stunt work and, you know, cars really crash things really explode um it's it's just a master clinic in stunt coordination film editing sound editing and of course the direction of, of of Steven Spielberg who's you know at the top of his game at this point in his career just just phenomenal movie making and uh the story is great the screenplay is great the movie moves along quickly it doesn't it, it's just it is simply the greatest action-adventure movie ever made. And I say that without qualification, and I don't think there's a movie that's even close. And I'll debate anybody on action-adventure movies, and there's a there's plenty of good ones. Raiders of the Lost Ark, and, I've, and I and posted it on Twitter today, is the best action-adventure movie ever made, period. My wife is a big fan of The Mummy, uh, the Brendan Fraser movies that came out in 2099, 1999, 2000, Mummy, Mummy Returns. And I've seen The Mummy. It's okay. I know a lot of people love it and it made a boatload of money. But to me, it's just a poor man's Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's a pale comparison to that movie. Um, It's just Raiders of the Lost Ark is the perfect action-adventure movie. And the other thing I want to mention in, and of course, any movie that has a score by John Williams is always going to be phenomenal. Sometimes his scores are actually better than the movies that he's scoring. This is not the case here. Again, with Spielberg and John Williams, it's a perfect marriage Of musician with of composer and director. Again, I've said my favorite John Williams score is on one of my other top five movies, which is Superman the movie, the Richard Donner film. His score to Superman is still my favorite John Williams score. And look, and I love almost all the scores that he does, but I've always and when I review Superman, I'll I'll talk about that. That that score is my favorite movie score of all time. But Raiders of the Lost Ark, you you know the theme when you hear it, you know it's Indiana Jones. So again, with Spielberg and, and, and John Williams, that collaboration has been uh, fruitful. I think he's pretty much scored every Spielberg movie. There may be a couple of exceptions, but I think he scored pretty much every one of them. So uh, again, that Raiders of the Lost Ark is the perfect action-adventure film with great performances. Uh, the Like I said, it's nonstop action from beginning to end. The story is great. The acting is great. The climax of the movie, of course... Uh, the famous when they actually find the arc and they decide to open it and then what ends up happening. You know, if you've seen anything, I think, like I said, most people have seen this movie. But it's from beginning to end, it's great. And even the very last scene of the movie, the classic scene, spoiler alert, the classic last scene in the movie, they get the arc back and uh, it just basically gets shipped into a warehouse to the frustration of of uh, Dr. Jones and uh, everyone else. So again, Indiana Jones great i know they call it indiana jones and raiders of the lost ark now i do I, they change it so they can i don't know branding or i don't know what that's about it's always just going to be raiders of the lost ark for me so again as an 11 year old seeing this movie in the theaters um fresh not knowing what it was going to be about it exceeded all my expectations and again it's in my top five for me of movies all time because it had a profound impact on my love of movies and my passion for movies that has lasted to this day 40 years later. Uh, again, like I said, the, the first movie that impacted me was a few years earlier, which was uh, Superman, the movie that Richard Donner directed, phenomenal superhero film. That really just was the first movie that transported me to a different place, a different time, and really showed me what the magic of movies is all about. And like I said, I'll review that on another podcast and get deep into that. But Raiders was the second movie for me that uh, did the same thing it took me to another place it transported me and it it does what all great movies do regardless of genre it takes you out of your seat in the theater and transports you to another place and you're just completely in you're completely in with the characters with the story with the action and you just love everything about it and it's one of the movies that I've seen I can't you know I can't even count the amount of times I've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I still love it to this day like I did when I was an 11-year-old boy. So, again, if if you're one of the people in the world that has not seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, obviously, I'm telling you right now to go get it, go watch it, go buy it. Uh, I'm sure with a 40th anniversary release, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of 4K or Blu-ray release. I have it actually on DVD. Um, the beauty of the DVD with anything with Lucas, though, is that it's THX um approved so which means that the even on dvd the the print the sound is phenomenal because they use the thx process which is george lucas's patented process for sound and picture so even the dvds i have i probably will get a blu-ray or 4k at some point but the quality of the one i have now is actually really really good so i can't really complain for a dvd but again raiders of the lost ark it is it is the greatest action adventure film ever made i would hold it up against any action adventure movie and Tell you it's better than that one. I, I'm that definitive about that, and I think if you have not seen it, you would agree if you watch it. If you have already seen it, you probably agree. So again, before I wrap this episode up, uh, if anybody wants to come on, if you have a question, just put it in the chat. I'll happy happy to answer it. If you want to come on uh, in the next couple of minutes here, please come on. Uh, we want to talk uh, Raiders. You want to agree with me, disagree with me. Want to talk about Spielberg, Lucas. Or uh, any other movie topic you want to talk about. This is a movie podcast. So that's what we'll talk. We're not going to talk off the path of movies. But if you have a question. Uh, if you have a comment. You can either, like I said, you can type it here on the screen. I'll see it. Uh, and if you just have a question, say, hey, look, I want to ask a question. I'll answer it. If uh, you want to come on with me, then please do so. I would love to do that. Like I said, I'll be wrapping this up, show, in, this show up in a couple of minutes. And then I'm going to take about a five-minute break. And then I'm going to record episode 77 which like i just announced now which i literally just decided because i was telling the the uh tom Selleck harrison ford story i'm gonna talk about back to the future the first one um because there's another similar story with michael j fox and casting um that i think will relate to this one so um stick around i'm gonna like i said take a five minute break get a quick drink of water and then if you want to talk about back to the future and uh or anything else about movies come on then or if you want to just watch your live that's fantastic i see there's somebody watching now so whoever's out there thank you for watching i appreciate that but feel free to ask a question if you like if you don't want to come on you're shy ask a question i'll be happy to answer it or give me your thoughts on on raiders of the lost ark so of course i always review all the movies that i talk about on here one van gogh to five van gogh's so i think this is a pretty obvious one uh this movie gets five van gogh's uh, because it's perfect. Uh, there's nothing to criticize about Raiders of the Lost Ark. Usually on all my reviews I have performances, the things that I like about the movie, and the things that I you know, had issues with or didn't really love about any particular movie. With Raiders of the Lost Ark, there is nothing I have an issue with. The performances are great. I liked everything about it. There's nothing I didn't like. So that gives it a five Van Gogh review, which means it's a classic, which means it's a movie I've watched numerous times too many to count it's a movie I will watch numerous more times even more that I can count show my kids show everybody and like I said I think everybody that's either watching now or listens to this podcast later like I said I'm sure you've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark and I think most of you would agree uh at its greatness so again I'm giving Raiders of the Lost Ark five Van Gogh's out of five and if you haven't seen it check it out I mean it's 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 a must if you're a fan of action-adventure and you haven't seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, that's that's a travesty. So seek it out get it. It's 40th anniversary. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about, and I'm going to wrap the show up with this before we take a quick break. So, of course, now they're shooting uh, Indiana Jones 5. So the last movie in the Indiana Jones series before this one was Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I'm not going to get too deep into that movie because this is not, the episode is not about that movie. And I know that movie has been critically panned. I wasn't a big fan of it either. What I think I'm going to do is rewatch it and review it for the podcast and see if my opinion has changed at all or if it's the same. Uh, Unfortunately, it's, it's not a great entry into the series. It's which is unfortunate because it's one of my favorite series of all time. Uh, But that being said, as we speak right now in England, Harrison Ford is at 78 years old, playing it again, Indiana Jones 5. I don't know what the subtitle is going to be. It's being shot in England right now. They just started shooting, I think, about two weeks ago. So if you want to know what my thoughts are about it, its I'm not going to lie. I should be skeptical and ready to pounce on how bad it's probably going to be. And uh, considering the fourth one was not great, how is it going to be any better? What are they going to do with Indiana Jones as a character since Harrison Ford, as great a physical condition as he is, he is in, he's still 78 years old. So what does that mean for the character? So here's my response or answers to all those questions. I'm not going to lie. This is the little kid and movie fan of me. And actually, I'm okay with that. I'm not embarrassed by it. I'm excited about Indiana Jones 5. I don't know if it's going to be any good. It may be terrible, but I'm going to be a glass half full guy. And I do think I have a couple of legitimate reasons to be a glass half full guy. So, first, I would hope, let's start with Harrison Ford. I would hope that Harrison Ford, at this point in his career, he doesn't need a money grab. I would hope that he honestly thinks that the script for this film is worthy of him coming back one more time to play this character. Or I don't think he would do it. Uh, He doesn't need to do it. He doesn't have, I mean, he's got a life where he doesn't really need to act anymore. Uh, And he's popped up and look, he did the sequel to Blade Runner, which I haven't seen, but he's acted. And of course he came back to do Han Solo. But I think Indiana Jones more than anything else, I mean, maybe Han Solo as well, but I think Indiana Jones is the character that's probably closest to him and that he's the most protective and proud of for for rightfully so. So I would hope my 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 half, my hat glass half full attitude about this is I would think the script would have to have been worthy. And I do know that they've been trying to make this movie for about three or four years. It kept getting pushed back. I know David Kepp, this famous screenwriter that wrote Jurassic Park, took a pass at the screenplay. I know three or four different writers have tried to make another screenplay. That's been, you know, George Lucas was on it. Then he wasn't on it anymore. And then ultimately, Steven Spielberg left the project as a director, which that actually surprised me. But here's the other main reason. I think I'm, I'm a little bit more optimistic than I would have been otherwise. The director that's going to be that is working on it and that rewrote the screenplay is writer director James Mangold. Now, if you're not familiar with him by name, I can tell you right now he's a phenomenal writer and a phenomenal director. I'm going to go back a ways to 1997. He made a film called Copland which starred Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta, Robert Patrick. It was about a group of New York City cops that lived all across the bay, I think in New Jersey, and they had this town that they kind of ran. Basically, it was a corrupt town, and they were kind of in charge. The sheriff of that town was played by Sylvester Stallone. And at the time, he had gained like 50 pounds for the role, and it was just an acting role. It wasn't the typical action Sylvester Stallone, and and he is great in the movie. He plays an overweight cop that's kind of being shoved around by these detectives from New York. He's deaf in one ear. He's just, he plays the role great. And and that's when I first heard of James Mangold. He wrote and directed that film. Very good movie. Very good, smaller independent movie with a great cast. He also directed Logan. So if you are a fan of X-Men or a fan of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, if you've watched Logan, that was the last one he did Wolverine in and put him, sent him in Las Vegas. He It was a, I think it was a great send-off for the wolverine character and it was a grounded superhero movie um very well done he also directed ford versus ferrari which came out last year with christian bale and matt damon and that is an excellent entertaining film to the point where it's about building cars and racing if you have no interest in cars and no interest in racing it's still a good movie that's how good that movie is you don't even have to have the interest in the subject to watch it and i think him taking over indiana jones gives me a lot of hope that he's rewritten a great screenplay and that it's going out going to go out on a on a great note now here's what i've heard and uh i don't know if people would consider the spoilers or not so i'll throw it out there but i don't know because i don't know how true or not true it is it appears that the timeline of indiana jones so obviously i think the last film as i read took place in 1957 kingdom of the crystal skull so this movie I think is going to take place um, a few years later in real time. And it's going to be allegedly about the space program. So now you're thinking, wait a minute, what does Indiana Jones and in space have to do with it? But, and this is funny, I saw a documentary a few months ago regarding the space program and something I actually didn't really know that much about. Uh, the United States actually actively hired a lot of German scientists to work on the space program. Um, and a lot of them had questionable affiliations and possibly Nazi affiliations. So I think this Indiana Jones film is going to bring back the Nazis and, uh, in the way that, uh, is involved with the space program. So I don't know how that's going to intersect with each other. Mads Mikkelsen is, is, has been cast as the bad guy. He was in rogue one. He was in, um, what is it? Once around I think the movie, not once around another round, the movie that was nominated for best, um, foreign film, great actor. He played Hannibal on the television series Hannibal. He played Hannibal Lecter. He was great there as well. But he's been cast as the bad guy. So uh, it's an interesting premise. I don't know how they're going to connect it. I don't want to know because I want to be surprised. So again, if you ask me, what do I think about Indiana Jones 5? I'm going to be honest with you. I'll be at the theaters watching it uh, when it comes out. and, and unless, unless the early reviews are complete trash and they say the movie's terrible. But again, with James Mangold directing it and writing it, and Harrison Ford agreeing to come back. I I find it hard to believe that the movie wouldn't be now. Will it rank with Raiders of the Lost Ark? I don't know, but I I find it hard to believe that it would be something that would be unwatchable. So hopefully I'm right. And then it'll be great. So again, that's a little thought on Indiana Jones five, which will be coming out actually about a year from now. I think it's coming out July of 2022. Uh, Like I said, they're shooting it right now. So again, I want to thank you. Uh, If you're watching live, I appreciate it again. I want you to feel free to come on, ask questions if you want to be on the show. Uh, Again, I'm happy to take questions. I'm happy to talk to you. Like I said, I would love to interact with someone on here. Like I said, it was fun to do the interview last week with Tucky, but I definitely would love to interact with anybody out there that's watching or has listened to the podcast before or will continue to listen. So I appreciate that. So again, this is the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. Ah, uh, the tagline of the podcast is: I discuss and review movies, new and old. That's what I do. It's a movie podcast. It's my love, and I love doing it. So you can, of course, if you're watching now on the YouTube channel, thank you for watching. The show is also going to be available on Switch on Twitch. Excuse me, the live episodes are there. Um, they don't have them after the fact, but if you're watching live, you can watch on Twitch if that's your mode of choice. And then, of course, the um, the personal Facebook page. This episode will be uploaded, uh, to the Facebook page of the podcast. Uh, so you can watch this video later. And of course, it'll be on YouTube immediately after I'm done here. You can listen to the audio feed if that's your preferred way of, of consuming the podcast. That's uh, on Spotify or wherever you get podcasts. And then again, if you want to download episodes at your leisure or anytime you want, they're always available at the website, which is letmebendyourear.com. And if you want to email the show, if you have comments, questions, suggestions, movies you'd like me to review... Um, let me know. The email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. Again, I'm trying to grow the show. So if you have suggestions on movies you'd like for me to review, i definitely shoot them my way and uh, I'll take a look at them and see if there's any ones that I'll be interested in reviewing and maybe review some of your requests. Uh, so I'd appreciate that as well. And one last thing I'm going to add um, like I said, I'm trying to grow the podcast. This is a one man operation. So if, uh, you go to the website, let me bend and, uh, go to the support the show link. If you feel, if you like what you hear, if you like what you see, um, like I said, I, I do this by myself. I don't have any help. Uh, and, uh, if you want to support the show, uh, just, uh, you can donate through PayPal. Um, what I would use it for is for production things for the, the little overhead that I have. I don't have a lot of overhead. I have the website and, uh, with the streaming part of it, uh, you know, I may, uh, go to a different tier so I can have more options with streaming live and more flexibility with a, with a paid option. So if you feel, um, you know, move to do so, I appreciate that. Uh, you just use my email, bend your podcast at gmail.com. So feel free. If you, um, feel like you want to support the show, that would be great. I would appreciate it. But again, this is let me bend your ear podcast. The other thing I would ask you to do too is uh, click on and subscribe to the YouTube channel and like the Facebook page. And you can follow me on Twitter at bend your ear pod. Uh, that's where you can find me the most on social media. I'm there pretty much every day. If you want to talk movies, I'll always uh, um, good to talk about that. If you want to follow me, I'll follow you back, of course. So feel free to um, hit me up there on Twitter. And also I'm on Instagram, same handle, uh, at Pod. So definitely check it out. So again, thank you for everybody that's watching live now. So if you're a night owl, uh, what time is it now? It is 1140 Eastern time PM. Uh, I'm still good. So I'm going to wrap this one up here. I'm going to take about a five, 10 minute break, get something to drink, and then we're going to record episode 77, which will be 1985's Back to the Future. So I'm excited actually to talk about that. I'm glad I came up with that during this episode. So if you want to stick around for that and talk to me there, that's great. So give me about 10 minutes. We'll do that. We'll be the back to back episodes. Like I said, this episode will be up tomorrow and then the Back to the Future episode on the audio feed will be up next uh, next weekend Uh, because I'll be out of town, so I want to record these back-to-back so I have one in the queue. So again, thank you for watching, and thank you everybody that's going to be listening later, and I hope everybody has a fantastic week, and uh, we will talk to you here shortly. Take care.